0: Most of us are uncomfortable with silence. Even though that was a long gospel reading, my guess is the silence that followed may have been more uncomfortable than the length of the reading. As years go by, we have less and less silence in our lives. It's hard to just sit still without checking our phone or watching TV or having our earbuds in listening to music or a podcast it seems we always want to have something happening the parable of the sower and the seed reminds us that most growth is something we cannot see the parable is about our spiritual lives and how we grow Often the seed of faith is mixed in with many other things that are not conducive to growth. The rocky ground, or the thorns, or the busy pathway. Not much happens there. Those things in our own lives may be our own busyness, or worrying about many things, or going down the rabbit hole of things to get upset about, or our focus on getting ahead or money or anything that's not of God. The seed that bears good fruit is that which is simply put into good soil. The good soil allows the roots to develop and go deep into the earth. It's there in the good soil below the surface where things happen. And the plant gains strength. How do we allow the seed of faith to take root within us? Do we give it the time it needs to germinate below the surface? Do we allow its roots to grow deep? Silence is a key component to allow that to happen. There certainly are plenty of books we can read about faith, videos we can watch, Bible studies we can be part of, and all those are good things. What helps most with our relationship with God, though, is some time and space for God to speak to us and for us to listen, to be quiet enough to notice what God is trying to do within us. Our personal prayer needs that silence, and our community prayer at Mass also needs that silence. Over the past few years, we've been gradually bringing a little more silence into our liturgy here. For a long time, our lecturers have been trained to observe a moment of silence after each scripture reading. There should be some time of quiet reflection after the homily to receive and take in what the Holy Spirit may have been speaking to us during the scriptures and the homily, during the liturgy of the Word. And just as the liturgy of the Word ends with a period of silence, so does the liturgy of the Eucharist. After we receive Holy Communion, we're asked to have some time of silence to simply recognize the presence of Christ within us as we receive Him. Pope Benedict, before he became Pope, talked about our response to God's Word and the Eucharist with silence. He said, We respond by singing and praying to the God who addresses us. But the greater mystery, surpassing all words, summons us to silence. It must, of course, be a silence with content, not just the absence of speech and action. We should expect the liturgy to give us a positive stillness that will restore us. Often, it is in the silence, that positive stillness, that we are best able to recognize the presence of God at work. That is the seed sprouting beneath the surface, away from things that would distract And that's why we've been slowly adding those moments of silence back into Mass. Two other times that are helpful for silence are before Mass and immediately after Mass. So several years ago, I asked that we take a little time before Mass to quiet ourselves and prepare our hearts to focus on what we're about to do. And thank you very much for doing that. At the beginning of Lent, I ask that we do something similar immediately after Mass. I ask that we not clap at the end of Mass, but instead to consider taking 20 or 30 seconds simply to thank God for the graces we received at that Mass. I realize that the clapping comes from a desire to appreciate our musicians and others who lead us in prayer, and that's a good thing but we can still find ways to thank them for the beautiful music, for other things. The one we want to thank the most, though, is God. So let's take a bit of silence now to receive the word of God and allow what he is sowing in our hearts to take root.